Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. It's probably going to take two weeks. To take, I'll finish this up next week because I'm not going to get through today. But the Spirit of God really stirred my heart about this, what I'm getting ready to talk to you about this morning for this church, and for where we're at in this moment of time. Um, I suspect you've all somewhere along the line heard somebody talking about the Kairos moment and the Chrono moment and just those spots in time where, you know, the Lord just shows up and something special starts to happen. Well... That's because the Lord shows up and he's directing and ordering paths. It's not because of a pastor or even a group of people. It's when um, uh, the Lord puts all the pieces together and it just happens to hit at a particular moment and it becomes a Kairos moment where the Lord just uh, brings a, um, a release of heaven's touch and blessing. And I believe we're in that. I believe it's going to continue to increase and we haven't seen really what it's going to look like yet for a people's church and what it is to be and to be a part of and to do and minister and bless within Vancouver and Clark County. Amen. Uh, this is a wonderful fellowship, a wonderful church, full of love, full of unity. Thank you that I didn't have to come in and clean up a big mess to begin with. So thank you. I love you. I love you anyway, but I love you even more. Because you love one another and, you're, and, and you get along with one another. Thanks. That's not what I was looking for, but thank you. I appreciate that. We feel your love. Uh, you can tell a lot how people respond to those that are going through difficulty. And with Brother Mike... Mike Wisman and I, uh, in just a year and a half, we become friends. We've always been, we've been brothers, but we've become friends, and I love him. Mike, you're looking good. You're doing, you're doing good, bro. Man. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all Jesus, right? But I've been watching how you all respond to what Mike's going through. And just as a shepherd, I just sit back. And I just, I just marvel at it. I just marvel at it. And um, so uh, we, we, we had the largest outreach uh, for this church since we've been here yesterday. And it was a condensed power pack two hours. And, you know... I, I like to make the analogy of the old space shovel. You know, they would go up and there would be leaks in the seals and they'd be trying to plug. Man, yesterday we were trying to plug leaks in the, in the rockets. And I mean, stuff's blowing and all kinds of stuff. But uh, God gets right in the middle of that stuff. I watched you all thrive under pressure. It was just fun. It was good. And uh, the people that came, Hundreds of them mentioned to some of the staff 
uh, about how appreciative they were that they had a safe place to bring their kids. And celebrating this time of year without it being all about death and demons and all that stuff. And because uh, we said, wear your costume. I didn't, you know, I didn't know what we were going to get. We had pretty good costumes. There wasn't, I mean, it was, they were good yesterday. I think I only saw one devil and he looked pretty scared. <laughs> uh, but they came on our turf. When I say ours, I mean the kingdom turf. And I watched the Holy Spirit. Oh. Little kids just dancing with excitement and happiness and joy. Little kids with bag of candy. It might have been, it might have been some of that why they were dancing and stuff too. I don't know, but it, there was a lot of good stuff going on. And I want to thank every single one of you that picked up a spot and did something. And even if you didn't uh, able to make it here physically, yet you prayed, you gave, you, you. Uh, uh, a number of months ago, I shared a word with this church that one of the things God was calling us to do was to love our city unconditionally. That's right. That's it. And that's this is one of our little ways that we do it. <clears throat> Each one of them, there is a miracle, and I don't like Facebook, but there's a miraculous way that the Lord uses Facebook. We've used Facebook, every church we've pastored since Winston. We use it in Winston. And um, it starts out small. It's like all advertising. It's cumulative. It's not what happens the first time. It's what happens the 20th time. And uh, um, yesterday's event, it wasn't just marketing. The Holy Spirit drew it. But, you know, there's this principle. How, How can they... You know, that faith comes through hearing and hearing by the word. People need to have something that penetrates into their senses, hearing, eyes, you know, that kind of thing, mind. Well, we started out, I think, you know, whenever that was the first event, and we had like five or 6,000 Facebook, and I don't know how it worked, but the algorithm connects with all these people, and you pay money for that, but it's not very much money to have the reach that you get for it. It's, it's good impact for the dollar. And so after, what, four of these events now, Sandy? Is it, was this the four? Or I don't know, four or five, three or three, whatever. It wasn't very many within a year and a half. <clears throat> um, the last figure I saw as of yesterday, right before the event, uh, that algorithm, we had, we had, we had gone before 52,000 people. <laughs> and we've been crunching numbers since Winston and percentages, and you get anywhere from a half of one percent, a half of a percent to a 1.25 percent. That's just that's that's just. She knows the number. I'm I'm out of my realm there. But it's a very small percent. Um, we hit that percentage yesterday, and we. It's not that we knew, but I just watching. I'm like, man, we're we're probably going to have a lot of folks show up here, and. Uh, uh, our poor corn dog makers blew up. I mean, the breakers on the walls were blown up. We, but everybody was loving it and having fun. They were nice. People were nice. So I want to talk to you about the opening the door of blessing on your life through the universal ministry of helps. There are a lot of specific and individual callings and ministries in the body of Christ. 
a lot of them. I'm not going to go through. There's the fivefold. There's, you know, the nine gifts of the Spirit. There's, there's just a lot of specific callings. He'll make clear to you as you go through your life some of what those callings are, what those purposes are. I don't think that you ever get to where, you know, oh, I know all there is about my calling. Why? Because it's a continually progressive thing. We spoke Wednesday night a little bit about another heavenly principle, line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. That's kind of what the call does. You kind of keep growing with it. The call's bigger than what you can ever be, and so you grow into it. It doesn't shrink to you. Ideally, you grow into it. You two right back there. Get ready. You're going to be growing into um, but Jesus shows how anybody can connect and participate in any ministry and share in that ministry's blessing. Howard's offering message. That's, in essence, what he was, part of what he was talking about. So I want you to go over to Matthew chapter 10, verse 41 and 42. Matthew chapter 10. And I don't give enough credit where credit's due, but uh, I appreciate uh, Michael Hallbrook so much. I send him my notes, and he compiles them and turns them into this presentation every week and every Wednesday night. And I appreciate you, Mike. You do a great job. And you do a lot of things. You'll wear a lot of hats. But personally, um, it used to be me and Susan trying to get this all figured out. And um, it made for incredible marital harmony. Okay, you gotta, you gotta read, you gotta work with me a little bit. You gotta, you gotta read between the lines. But, in Matthew 10, 41, I'm going to turn over there. You know, I'm just, I'm not trying to be quiet, or fight, but this is all the voice I got left. Um, and I wasn't planning on doing verse 40, so it's not up on the screen. But we participated in verse 40 with your expression of love today towards me and Susan and the staff. He who receives you receives me. Thank you for receiving us. You were in a tough time when we came, and we were in a tough time when, when we came. But you received us, and we received you. And there's been other folks that have kind of joined in since we all came. We've got some folks from a decade ago down in another state in another place. They received us there, and we received them there. And Jesus makes it real simple what happens. Um, he who receives you receives me. The you is a person. The me is Jesus. And so it's not like, oh, man, we just love the pastors because they're such great people. No, it's a receiving of what the Lord is doing. Amen. And it really has little to do with the personality of the one you're receiving. Because I know Susan and I are really nice, incredible, easy to love people. We know that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you've got to receive us even if we weren't. If God put us here, that's the point I'm trying to make. It's about, it's not about the individual. It's about receiving what the Lord is doing. And Jesus said, when you receive somebody that the Lord is bringing into your life, you're receiving him. You're not just receiving a person. You're receiving him. And he receives me, Jesus said. He goes on. It, there's another line upon line, another precept upon precept. And Jesus said, he receives me, Jesus. Jesus said, he receives me, Jesus receives him who sent me. So really what happens when you receive somebody in the name of the Lord, you're really receiving the Father into your life. It's one of the most powerful spiritual principles of advancement you can ever 
get your hands on. And the caution with it is this. You've just got to park sometimes your own opinions and your first impressions to receive who and what God's sending to you. Example, the early church, when they had to receive the new convert who was Saul of Tarsus, and now he became Paul the Apostle. Some of them struggled. Because he was a terrorist in the name of religion. He murdered, killed, and imprisoned. And then the goodness, greatness of God is God saved him and sent him to the people that he was terrorizing. And said, now you're going to see, he's going to be your chief apostle. Don't you love the Lord? He really has a sense of humor. He really, and I don't mean that in any wrong way. He just, he just loves messing with our preconceived notions. He loves it. So, but Jesus shows how anyone can connect and participate in any ministry and share in that ministry's blessing. Oh, ministries have particular blessings that go with them. I'll probably get to some of that today. But let's continue on. Verse 41. Now's where you'll start on the screen. He who receives a prophet. So he's just talking about receiving those he sends. Receiving Jesus. You receive the Father. Now he starts getting into individual specific ministries. <clears throat> fivefold ministries, actually. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet. Why did Jesus start out with prophet? Why didn't he start out? It would make sense to me. And thank God I wasn't the one writing it. He who receives a pastor. Because pastors are shepherds and they love you and they care for you. Out of all the ministries in the Bible, the prophet's the most weird one, hard to understand, and probably the most difficult one to receive. You know, I have to hold back so much. I just, I just do. But <clears throat> it says, he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. A couple months ago, the Spirit of God began speaking to me. He said, it's time. Start bringing in the prophets. And so we had, we had a month or so. We brought in people. I know a few, what I believe, people that hold an office of a prophet. And they'd even said they'd come. But I'm afraid to bring them. I shared with a couple of my pastor friends. You know, I'm thinking about having so-and-so. And they called me up and they said, oh, Gary, don't do that. Why did Jesus start out with prophets? Because of, out of all the ones that are difficult to receive, the prophet is probably the one that would be the most difficult to understand and receive. It's not because of their message. A lot of it's just because of their style. You read some of the Old Testament, right? Where you read about the prophets. Yeah, they're, they're a different breed. But they're legitimate. They're sent by God. I'm still weighing out one in particular to bring out the first of the year. But I'm, it's not that I'm afraid. I don't have fear. But I'm like, okay, Lord, wait. I don't know if we're all ready for that. After yesterday, because I suspect if we did bring him in, the building would be as full as it was yesterday. And that right at this moment, I don't think we're ready for that. <clears throat> I know the parking lot's not ready for it. Because <laughs> I was in the parking lot last night. Uh, so if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, here's the, here's the point he was trying to bring out. He wasn't bringing out about receiving prophets. He was bringing out, this is what happens when you do this. If you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you'll receive a prophet's reward. You begin through your reception of other ministries. You, at that moment of receiving, you become a participant in what they get from God because of their sacrifice, dedication, and call of God upon them. It's better than any Amway plan ever devised. 
is better than any multi-level marketing thing ever come up with is God's way of spreading the blessing around because he wants to bless everybody with all the blessings that heaven has to give. Not just, oh, I'm going to give someone that and I'm going to give this one over here. He wants to give you everything he's got. The problem is, is that we don't have the capacity in our little earthen clay pot vessels to take all that he's giving without blowing the thing up. So he incrementally brings it in. Greg, I've been looking at you all morning. So we're just going to pause. But the Lord has a word for you. And um, um, you're in a stirring, you're in an awakening right now. And I think you probably had, that is just not new to you. But this one's going to go as each of them do if we, if we're, if we're yield to it. Each, he'll takes us in, you know, whatever, whatever way, he'll takes us higher, takes us deeper, whatever. He's taking you into a place you haven't been before. And so I'm just going to be a brother in the Lord that stands on the sideline and says, go, Greg, go. Go, Greg. You can do it. Oh, watch out for that. Watch out. But go, man, go. God's doing something where he's taking you into another level. You're nodding yes, so apparently you're aware that's going on. I, I am a cheerleader for your life in the spirit. Get all that he's giving. I met your wife, your daughter yesterday, and, and I didn't know you were married. I thought, I just, I didn't know if you were, I didn't know, I don't know much, but I saw, oh man. But when you guys drove in and I saw you and you introduced me as you were driving away, I I can't say I saw an angel, but I saw the presence of the Lord literally with you. He's, you're going to a place that he's taking you. And it's not scary and all that, but it's, it's fresh and it's new and it's not something you've maybe experienced yet. And uh, you're ready for it. You're able. And uh, it's his time. It's the timing of the Lord he's doing in your life. Just stretch your hands over Greg right now. Uh, say, Lord, just say this. Let him get it all, Lord. Let him get it all, <laughs> <laughs> him get it all Jesus. Every last bit of it in Jesus' name. Whatever you're doing in his life, Lord, and his family, we say yes to it. And we cheer him on in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Well. I'm going to run out of time, and I haven't even got to the introduction to the introduction yet. Uh, Wednesday night, I says, I'm going to try and finish up Wednesday night talking about uh, what happens when believers die. What was that movie? After death. After death. There's a movie out. We were going to go with Lawrence and Linda, and we... Uh, Anyway, it didn't work, and so we went, and you guys went, and I want to tell you, if you haven't been here on Wednesday, if you've been here on Wednesday night, it'll connect us. If you haven't, you're just going to have to read between the lines. If you can go see it, you need to go see it. <clears throat> it's done by Angel Production, which is not Hollywood, but it's a faith-based, Christian-based production company, and they're making movies more than Hollywood's making. I'm like, yay, Lord. If you want to go, and you don't have the money, see Susan. And I mean that. If you want to go. I, I don't know if it's still showing, but 
It is. There you go. Uh, it's worth seeing. Uh, Matthew. If you receive a prophet, name a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. How many are ready to receive righteous man's reward? Amen. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of his disciple. <clears throat> you know what we were doing yesterday? Passing out cold water. Yeah. Oh, not this kind. That kind. Righteous people, not because who we are, because he is. His blood's on us. We have been, have the imputed righteousness of Jesus. That's why you need to come on Wednesday night. We've been talking about stuff like that. You all know what imputed means now. Uh, But when the righteous are giving cold water, what's that? When the righteous are giving refreshing, when the righteous are giving love, when the righteous are giving acceptance, when the righteous are giving blessing, when the righteous are giving away Jesus, when the righteous are just, uh, and we have some, it happens every time on these events. We don't, you know, we're not selling tickets. We're not taking offerings. We're not, we're giving. You guys are giving. We're giving a little bit, but you guys are giving a lot. I mean, we're giving. Uh, you're giving. And it's not coming out of the general budget of the church. I mean, a little bit, but for the most, I mean, you folks are funding it. God bless you. Uh, but what it is, the righteous giving to the city. And I just love sitting back and watching what he does to the city. <laughs> and so what happens when you do that and they receive the cold water, when they receive the blessing of the righteous man, when they receive the righteous, then they receive the righteous man's reward. What is the righteous man's reward? I know you're all going to say heaven and all that. But it's the works of Christ working in their lives. People are going to get saved because when they come up under the righteous man's reward, the Holy Spirit begins to draw them, even if they're out doing things they shouldn't be doing, even if they're in total rebellion, even if they're demon-possessed or worshiping the devil. God's bigger than the devil, bigger than any demon, and he wants to love every one of them that's filled with something like that. He wants to bring them in. And so when the righteous people begin to love, those that are being loved on begin to get the righteous person's reward. That's, that should motivate every one of us to give everything, and I'm not talking about receiving an offering, but I mean to just give everything you can in your life away to the kingdom, to be part of it. So he goes on. We're talking about opening the door of blessing on your life through the universal ministry of helps. Um, receives. If you receive this prophet, if you receive Jesus, if you receive this righteous person, if you receive... So what's he talking about when he said receive? Um, I'll, I'll tell you what he's talking about. <clears throat> Receive means to get a hold of. When you get a hold of what somebody's doing in the name of the Lord, when you actually get a hold of that, something supernatural is released in your life. I believe, I, believe we, I could go on for weeks and talk to you about what, that, what happens when you get a hold of what God's yeah. offering to you in your life and what this offering to those that don't know him in their life and you can't come unless the holy spirit draws you can't come without faith and so there's all these interplaying things that the lord does aren't you glad that it's him orchestrating that and not us i don't like facebook i don't like those those type of platforms that much but i'm going to tell you the holy spirit will just anoint it like crazy for certain things 
It pops up in people's feeds. And they have no idea how it popped up there. I don't know how all the algorithms work, but I know how the Holy Spirit works. He'll take an algorithm and says, you know what, I need to send you over there right now. Boom. And uh, Zuckerberg has nothing he can do about it. <laughs> Receive. When you get a hold of it, are you ready to get a hold of what God's giving to you? I want to get a hold of what the Lord wants to give to me. I've received more than I ever deserved in, a, in, a, in, in many, many lifetimes. But he's so good that he's still giving things. He's still offering things. And he's waiting for me to get a hold of it. If you still have something you need to get a hold of, just reach up right now and say, Lord, I want to get a hold of what you're, what you're wanting to give into my life. I want to get a hold of it, God. I want to grab onto that thing and I want to pull it in as close and as tight as I can get it. Because that's what receiving is about. Receiving is nothing about, oh, I, I read it, I studied it, now I understand. It has nothing to do with understanding. You get a hold of a lot of stuff that you don't understand, right? Bill might know, because he's a mechanic. I used to know how a car in 1960 kind of worked. But I don't know how a 2024 car works. There's about 99% of it that's a computer in there running... It still burns gasoline, right? It's got a spark plug somewhere. Maybe they have battery. There's still kind of the thing buried deep down in. You can't even see it anymore. But it doesn't matter because every time I get in and stick the key on, what do I do? I get a hold of the steering wheel. And I said, let's go. Come on, baby. We're going, over. We're going out in the town tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our out in the town ends at 8 o'clock at night. And, uh, and uh, we pass out. before. <laughs> you get what I'm talking about you got to get a hold of it. It's one thing to read the Word and all of that, but somewhere in here, you can start getting a hold of some of this stuff. And when you do, it'll get a hold of you. When you start reading it, you start to get it, but then it turns in, it takes over. It gets a hold of you. <laughs> this is not some dead book written by a novelist. This is the eternal living word of God and it will not return void it will accomplish what it was sent out to do Amen. Teresa thank you for praying with Lorenzo yeah. Yeah. well done awesome. don't beat up on yourself receive get a hold of it. reward if you receive it if you get a hold of it you get a reward what's he talking about oh you're going to love this one the reward <clears throat> it's not like you go, it's not like you're a bounty hunter and you catch the bad guy and you go to the courthouse and they give, that's not, that's not that kind of reward he's talking about. It's much better, it's much deeper. You'll all understand it when a reward is pay for services rendered. Well, I didn't render any service. Yeah, you did. You believed. You said yes. You showed up. You said, come on, Mr. Prophet, I don't know how you do the stuff you do, and you're kind of weird to me, but uh, I'm going to get a hold of what you're doing. And when you get a hold of whatever, I'm using the office of prophet, whatever the prophet's bringing in the name of the Lord, of course, there are false prophets, but I'm talking about real prophets. When you get a hold of that, even if you don't know or understand it all, whenever you get a hold of that, you've rendered the service, and now you'll be paid for it. Let's go to Matthew 19. We'll begin to close it up here. Then we'll, we'll get on to where we'll pick it up next week. Matthew 19. Jesus.
goes on, carrying on kind of the same thought here, but he begins to take it a little bit deeper. <clears throat> Matthew 19, 27. Oh, I know none of you will have ever known any way how to relate to this word. I'm being facetious. We'll all be able to relate. Why? Because we're all more like Peter than we ever like to admit, all right? So Peter answered. Jesus is talking about miracles. Jesus is talking about God can do anything. Jesus is talking about, man, nothing's impossible with God. And um, instead of Peter saying, man, Lord, it's so great serving you and being connected with the Father, and he can do anything and everything, and it's just, there's nothing impossible. He heals and he delivers and does all this. Here's Peter. And Peter answered on that um, exposition Jesus was giving about the greatness and the power of God. Peter answered and said, see, we've left all and follow you. Therefore, what should we have? What's he talking about? He's thinking that the God of the impossible is doing stuff for other people and they're involved in it and they're getting nothing. Peter's got a long ways to go, doesn't he? You know, pray for him. He's still, he hadn't been quite fully converted yet. He's on the way. He's working it out. But Peter's just so bold. He'll just, he'll just talk what's on his mind. Hello, Susan. <laughs> My wife is the ultimate verbal processor. I'll ask a yes and no question. It's either yes or no. The answer is yes or it's no. 25 minutes later, with great detailed instructions of how this yes or this no, I'm to, it's going to impact me and I need to respond to it. Husband, just sit still. Don't even move. Well, Peter was kind of doing it. Lord, I know nothing's impossible with the Father. He's the God of all power. But Lord, what about us? What about we've left everything and we followed you? What are we going to have? Jesus answered the question. Good question. Kind of self-centered. You know, maybe based on some, you know, little struggles he was having about his life. You know, he left his business, right? He and his brother, they just walked away from the boats. Said, Dad, we don't want it. We're going to go follow this Jesus. Now, a couple years down the road, you know, he's not having the paychecks like he used to have from selling at the fish market. I don't know what's going on, but he's like, Lord, we left it all. We followed you. What are we, what are we going to have? So Jesus said, shortly I say to you that in the regeneration, resurrection, in the kingdom to come, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of his glory, Sharon taught the class a couple weeks ago on the glory of God. What was the other part? Glory and... <laughs> Doesn't matter. I say to you, in the regeneration when the Son of Man sits on the throne of His glory. Okay. We understand. Jesus, read book of Revelation. What John see? Here's Jesus glorified. When He's there, you who have followed me. How many are following Him? You're in it. You're part of the you. You're part of the you right here. You who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Now he's referring specifically, and I'm not going to get into that, but it goes out much more than just a promise to those that are, were of Jewish heritage. Then Peter answered and said, oh, and, every, and everyone has left housing. Here we go. You're probably going to find yourself somewhere in here. You might find yourself in a couple of these. You might find yourself in all of them. I don't know. Everyone who has left houses, 
or brothers or sisters or father or mother. Jesus has huge impact on relationships. Huge. At first you might think they're not good, but they always end up good. I can testify. It's part of my testimony. Or wife. There's a particular translation from, you know, back around King James Day. They, they, they didn't put wife in there because they were just like, they didn't want to feel like they were encouraging anybody to leave their wife. He wasn't, this isn't the list to take down and say, oh, I'm going to leave this one, this one, this one. No, he's just saying, in your course of life, of following Jesus, and it impacts this stuff, and you suffer loss, or you have problems, or children's, or lands for my namesake, you'll receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. But many are first will be last and the last first. Wow. Uh, for my name's sake, you'll receive a hundredfold. If you really go and break that down, what he's talking about, he's not talking about, that's not talking about heaven. That's talking about this side of heaven. And so, um, you know, I'm going to brag on Howard a little bit. I loved the presentation of the offering this morning in this regard because offering is more than just money. And so if you read that and you're just thinking money, you know, he's, he's going to take my $10 and turn it into $100, you're missing the whole, you're missing it. You're just, you just dive down over the ditch and you need to lock in the hubs and we need to get you back up on the road again. That's not what he's talking about. He's, he's talking about you'll receive a hundredfold. I can guarantee you because I know God well enough that everything that you've said yes to the Lord about, I don't care what it caused in your life that may be difficult or that may have cost you, whether it's relationships or friendships or, or whatever. Everything you've done, if you really want to take stock of what your life's all about since serving Jesus, you've received much more than a hundredfold in the way that he's blessed you through every, not just sacrifice, but through, through your journey. I get to see old friends from 10 years ago, and we still smiled when we saw each other. Yay. <laughs> hundredfold blessing. And you just go on and on and on. I'm not, I can just detail it. I mean, it's just, he doesn't, it doesn't stop with the checkbook or the favor or the money. Or it just, it goes on every part of your life. And, and inherit eternal. And on top of it, you get eternal life. God's pay system is so much different. Remember the other word back earlier in Matthew where it's like, you're paid for services rendered. Here is where he's really starting to show you this is how God's pay scale works. Uh, pay system, God's pay system, 100-fold now plus eternal life inheritance. If you've been ever wondering, like Peter did, Lord, when's the increase going to come? I believe it's already there. You just haven't seen it fully yet. So what I want to do is end this thing up this morning. That God will give us a sensitivity to recognize yes. what the hundredfold yes. blessing looks like. <clears throat> and next week we're going to go into part of what the title was. We're going to talk about what the ministry of helps. And, uh, and it'll, be, it'll give me a little separation from yesterday. Because you're all involved in the ministries of help. But, and and, and, and um, 
I was involved in the ministry. Everybody that's involved in the ministry helps. It's incredible. Before you start talking about getting involved in the ministry helps, I've got to set you up so that you can receive the paycheck. I don't know how many work modern jobs, but most jobs now, you know, there's, a, there's at least a, the opportunity there that you get a direct deposit, right? I think it even works that way with Social Security. Yeah, yeah you worked that out with mine. Thank you. It went into your account, though. That's what I remember from you. <laughs> uh, He's got to set you up so you can receive the pay. He's got to put some things in place so you can receive what he's giving. Because if you don't, he'll be giving it, and you're not, even, you're not even aware that it went into the account. God's pay system is a hundredfold now. If you're ready to enter into God's pay system, stand up. On some level in your life. I mean, if I were being truthful, I could very easily put my part, myself right back at the beginning of verse 27 where Peter said, well, Lord, we left it all. What do we get? <laughs> and he just laughs. You get a hundredfold. You know Jesus doesn't lie, right? You know this is more than figuratively speaking, right? You know he absolutely meant what he said. Y'all believe the eternal life part. I know you do. We all believe that. It's more difficult at times to wrap our little brains around the hundredfold present blessing than it is around the eternal life blessing. He's got the eternal life covered, absolutely. But he's got the hundredfold. You need it in your life. It's his will for it to come into your life. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would equip us. Our accounts in the Spirit would get ordered and lined up in love. Lord, the codes would be punched in, whatever, whatever analogy we want to use. But Lord, I pray for people's church as a group, for people's church right now. Lord, there's been decades and decades of service, of helps, of, of pastors and evangelists and prophets and apostles and teachers going on here. Lord, we just, we're just the latest ones to show up. Lord, and I pray because they've received every one of them. This church as a body, as a house, has received the prophet. They've received them, Lord. They've received you through them. Lord, I pray that this place get ready for the hundredfold to come into it as a house of God that sits on a major corner in the city of Vancouver, Washington State, Clark County, that, Lord, the hundredfold from heaven, not so that we'll just be blessed, but so that the city will be blessed because we're being blessed. Lord, I pray that that happen. Pray for your church right now. Pray, God, prepare people's church to receive the hundredfold blessing. Lord, prepare it. We had like a tenfold blessing last night. We had the building melting down with just, you know, uh, uh, you know six, seven, eight hundred people in here. Lord, uh, we're, we're ready for more than that, God. Not just in numbers, but in the spirit, Lord. You, we're ready for revival. We want everything. We want the hundredfold to come upon this house. Lord, we want to honor the Mulkies and the malls. We want to honor that. Lord, we're, we want to see the hundredfold for what they did. We want to see the hundredfold for the folks that are still here and the folks that have just come and the folks that are on the way. Amen. Now lay your hand on your own heart. Let me pray for you. You pray for yourself. Lord, I'm ready to receive the hundredfold. 
And you can go in your own time and you can tell him all the things that you've laid out, just like Peter did. It might be a lot or it might be very little. It doesn't matter that. But just say, Lord, here I am. I left this. This happened because I'm following you. I lost that friend. I lost that buddy. That one said, hey, you're a religious weirdo and I'm out of here. Or whatever it might be. I started carrying my Bible and they ostracized me. I got canceled on on the world wide web because I put something in there I love Jesus whatever it was God I pray right now that uh, they become uh, systematically plugged into your kingdom where the hundredfold blessing can begin to come upon them you need to believe God for that in your life where the favor of God would come upon and it's not you kicking doors open or pushing things open the Lord opens them for you and there are some doors that he needs to shut and you need to say thank you Lord for shutting and I receive it and I accept it that's the blessing of God there are other doors he needs to open and you might be a little in, uh, uh, hesitant about it as he's opening it you just need to say thank you Lord I'm going to walk in it the hundredfold blessing on every level of our life Lord, I'm believing now that there are going to be lost loved ones that come to Jesus because these folks said yes to you. I want you to begin to pray. God, this is where I need a blessing to come upon my life. Just lift it up. Lord, I need my brother. His name is Rick. I need him to come back to Jesus. You've got your own brother. You've got your own sister. You've got your own thing in there. You put your name on it and declare it right now. Lift up your voice. Don't be afraid to. Just say, Lord, I'm believing for a hundredfold blessing in this area of my life. The prodigal that come back. Lord, the son, the daughter, Lord. The thing that didn't go good. The, the finances, the bankruptcy, the this, the that, the business. Lord, I'm believing you for the hundredfold to come in my life so that your name will be glorified. Because nothing's impossible with you, God. Thank you, Jesus. The cancer to go away. The heart to go back to normal. Ha, the marriage to be healed. The, uh, uh, just fill in the blanks, Lord. The finances to come back in in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm believing every seat in this building, there'll come a day and not very long from now that um, uh, they're going to have a person in it in Jesus' name because of people coming to you. Last thing and we're done. Turn to the one on your right whether you know them or not, and begin to pray a blessing over them. Begin to pray, God, put the hundredfold increase upon this man or upon this woman. Now, if it's your husband or wife, pray that anyway. That's a good one to pray on. But I just want you to turn to the one on your right and just begin to pray. Holy Spirit, bring the hundredfold blessing upon them right now, Jesus. Come on now. Kick it up a little bit. Lift up your voice. Lord, bring a hundredfold blessing upon them right now, God. Lord, upon Naomi right now, a hundredfold blessing on her life in Jesus' name. Phil and Deborah, a hundredfold blessing upon their life, God. A hundredfold upon them in Jesus' name. Okay, here's your marching orders. It's noon. This week, I want you to go and find somebody, somebody that you can influence for the kingdom. Pray for them, love on them, tell them about Jesus, but on some level. God bless you. We love you. Let's give the Lord a clap of praise, and you're dismissed. Yay.